99,7 MHz og 89,5 MHz. Good afternoon, dear listeners. This is Jessie. And this is Laura here with Jessie. We welcome you to our tech and design radio show here at Ungdoms Radio at 98.7 and 89.5. You might know by now, hopefully, that this show is all about technology. It's all about digital, design, psychology and much more. So it's super, super interesting. Do I need to say it anymore? <laughs> we also cover different events around Denmark and the world. Everything that's new, relevant and exciting to the world at the moment. In the previous episodes, we have discussed different topics, starting from what is a designer, roles and job titles of designers and workplaces, We have also dived deep into the future of technology, where all of a sudden it went all black mirror-ish with a sparkle of tragic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> If you're into that, we will soon start publishing our recorded episodes on a new format, but we're still working on putting it together in a way that makes sense. So you, our listeners, can get the best out of it. Yes. Yes. In In the latest episodes, we discussed creativity and we also gave inspiration from graphic design to all the way to TED Talks. It's interesting, folks. I'm telling you, if you can hear me, I don't know why you can't hear me right now, but we'll make it happen. 
because our wonderful technician Julian is playing around with it. Um, but if you can hear me in a very robotic voice, <laughs> um, it's very interesting. So if you haven't been lucky enough to catch our broadcasting on the radio, because who listens to the radio anymore? I'm not supposed to say this, but I'm going to say this anyway. Unless you have a car, you don't listen to radio. So we're going to make it easier for you. Um, we will publish all of these episodes soon-ish. However, this show is inspired from and a continuation of our ongoing podcast called Digital Nordic Creatives, which you can find very easily on iTunes and SoundCloud. So if these topics sound interesting, go to your favorite podcast app or platform and search for this crazy, long, <laughs> not memorable word, Digital Nordic Creatives. Digital Nordic Creatives. Yes, and now you can hear me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Today, though, we will talk about user experience design and how to sell user experience design. It sounds boring at first, right? No, actually, it doesn't. You know, it's, it's relevant and there's business in it. There's money in it. <laughs> Bring out the euros, dollars, kronas. <laughs> money, money, money. <laughs> yeah, but why? Why are we talking about selling UX, Laura? What's why? interesting yeah, about it? Why is it even relevant for us to, to explain it? It's a, a, a huge part of our, our jobs to actually explain the value of UX to our clients. And this is because user experience as such as an as an industry is still relatively new although it's more and more understood even by uh, companies outside of the industry there's still too little knowledge around it so it's important to discuss that matter and what value actually lies within user experience design yes it's super important to to discuss i agree especially because this is what we do in our everyday life. So it's pretty um, very, very impossible to not discuss it, actually. True. But before we deep dive into today's topic about selling UX, we have a new habit on our show to check in with each other on what we've been doing during the week and what we expect to do. So how about we go through that really quickly? What did you do this week, Laura, that was is valuable mentioning on the radio? <laughs> okay, now that you put it that way, I'm not sure I, what did I do. <laughs> I worked and I worked and I worked. That's exactly what I did. And explained the UX value to people that did some UX work. <laughs> Had a lot of meetings. That's just how it goes. Had a lot of... UX overlapping meetings. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really how it usually goes. And it's impossible to avoid it and have it otherwise. Yeah, but... Yeah, uh, a lot of design work and UX work. Actually, nothing really interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you? Maybe you have some more interesting things in your calendar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, um, to bring it back to perspective from our last show, I'm not using my framework anymore. Okay. <laughs> What happened to that? My framework kind of uh, stopped working because uh, it got overpowered by all the UX tasks I have to perform at Whoa. work and at my life. It's all about UX now already, but uh, it's been quite busy, to be honest. And um, I've started new projects. I'm working with a pharmaceutical company at the moment. So ask me, <laughs> fuck Google, ask me all about healthcare and pharmacies. <laughs> Do you also speak Latin now? <laughs> kind Is of. Is that part of uh, your understanding? Mm-hmm. In the business areas <laughs> and <laughs> maybe I can read it but uh, since it's a dead language I'm not sure I can speak it but I can make out a way to speak it <laughs> yeah but uh, it's pretty much been Latin pharmacies and uh, even the room where we're having meetings smells of pills now which is pretty crazy I guess it's a bit psychological you get immersed into that world of the project you're working in Does that happen yes. to you? Do you get immersed in, I don't know, construction <laughs> websites? <laughs> mm -hmm. Good question. Well, maybe it really depends what you're working on. Well, I was uh, recently working on a, a camping company that sells tents and stuff like that. <laughs> and when I was doing that, I really felt like I need to get out there and I need to, you know, go camping myself. And I just <laughs> wanted to feel the forest around me and the nature. And yeah, it really takes you in this environment, I think. Yeah. I think about it all the time. It's just natural. That's true. That's uh, one of the first episodes that we did when I was alone in that episode, I remember I talked about empathy and emotional intelligence as one of the main skills of a user experience designer. And it really is because if you really want to design a good website, for instance, you need to be able to fill the forest in order to <laughs> yeah. design for, for camping vans or tents. Yeah, and it actually made me realize that their business is so much around bringing that nature close to people that I actually decided to use that in my designs as well to bring some elements in that would emphasize the nature around the products even more. So it is actually <clears throat> so important mm -hmm. in delivering business value to empathize and feel a part of it. Absolutely. And since we're talking about this, why not... Um, make a short break before we dive deep into what is UX and the technical technicalities behind it. Let's make a short break and use the power of our imaginations to go to forests or sleep with flowers or whatever your imagination wants to go to by playing one of the songs that I've had in mind for the past week or so <laughs> called Imagination by Gorgon City. Um, by the way, shortly I want to mention that this is our new habit here in the show. We're going to play songs that me and Lara we've had in our heads. You know those songs, earworms, that you can't get out of your head. We're going to play those ones during our show. So stay tuned and listen to this wonderful tune. 
Welcome back here at Ungdoms Radio at 89.5 and 98.7 with me, Jessie and, and Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Jessie. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back to this show where we discuss everything tech, digital design and psychology and more. Today is all about selling user experience design. Such a buzzword, user experience design. What is it? What is user experience design? There are so many misconceptions around it. 
What do you think it essentially is if you strip it down to the essentials? Before we strip it down to the essentials, I want to actually read you out loud what the official definition of user experience design is. Okay, interesting. U user experience design is the process of enhancing user satisfaction by improving the usability, accessibility, and pleasure provided in the interaction between the user and the product. If we strip the word user away, because there are two industries that were <laughs> use the word user. One industry is UX, <laughs> user experience design. And can yeah. you guess the other one? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's drug trafficking. <laughs> oh. They call their clients users too. Interesting if you think fact about it. <laughs> to know, okay. Yep, interesting fact. That makes me think a lot about the word user whenever I use it. So it's like, user, cringe, user, cringe. <laughs> so I try to use it less and less, uh, maybe replace it with people because it's always people, it's humans in the end of these uh, interfaces and interactions and products. But let's um, let's take it step by step and kind of talk through this definition, this official definition of UX. The process of enhancing people's satisfaction by improving usability, accessibility, and pleasure. Um, what do you think that is? I don't In really know if I agree with it. Okay, why? Because, uh, user satisfaction what is satisfaction in that sense i mean the bigger aim of user experience is that the product mm, that you are building would serve mm, more efficiently so mm -hmm. that you can so as a user you can actually go through the processes faster and mm, with ease it doesn't necessarily require that you feel satisfied <laughs> or mm -hmm. have any pleasure doing so. But it might. It depends on the whole product you have at hand and their brand message and so on. I guess it depends where you put the bar in satisfaction. Because satisfaction might be just getting a work completely completed. A job that you have on a specific platform or... A website say you want to buy an item in this web shop you want to buy your next thing on Amazon user satisfaction can be going through the checkout process super quickly and not even thinking about the steps that you click maybe that's what's perceived as your user satisfaction possibly I guess it's a choice of the term yeah can become fluffy pretty quickly, I guess. But I think in the business perspective, if you now have a business, let's say we have a business, a good way to think about user experience design is to not think about the business that much, right? It's to focus on the user, the person. Yes, indeed. It has a very backwards philosophy when it comes to that. If you start actually doing user experience design, you shouldn't start with just designing something. 
you should completely remove the idea of your of your own um, assumptions and desires from the picture mm -hmm. and base everything on your user and start asking questions and defining problems first. Mm. So an example could be usually our clients approach us saying, oh, I need you to redesign this our website because we're not getting enough leads or we're not selling enough and we're not profiting enough and I need you to redesign the website and do some SEO work because we are not ranking on Google. And this is a huge major focus on, this is a, the, the inside out approach, a huge focus on the business itself. But the way to ask the right questions would be, why are our users or our audience not seeing enough value on our landing page on our website to reach out and contact us for more information or how can you how can we add more value to them or what information or features are we missing on our websites that would make it harder for our user to find us so being really laser focused about those user needs and pain points yeah just stop thinking about your own company and brand and your bottom line for a moment and <laughs> only think about your users that you are trying to reach with your your business uh, approach and that is essentially what UX is all about UX design is all about mm -hmm. yeah you need to answer questions like what do your users like at all how can we help them solve uh, a goal what are their pain points and what would actually wow them mm -hmm. yeah that's that's a really good uh, good way to approach it and when working with a good <laughs> when working with a good ux designer <laughs> Everybody loves a morning, morning. Pray to God in the morning.
Closer to the sun Now that there's a small roses So don't think that I'm pushing you away When you're the one that I've kept closest Hi, hi, hi Welcome back, listeners. This song that you just heard was crystallized by the XX. And and just as a coincidence, this is one of my favorite songs. Yes. And, well, since we are playing the songs that are on our mind for the last week, I found that very relevant. So I hope you enjoyed it. But we were talking about user experience and essentially explaining what it is and and how the process of UX design comes along. So, Jesse, could you tell us a little bit about how the brand fits in the picture and how what part the users play in it? The users play the major part of it. Um, without users, there is no brand, essentially. A brand is only as successful as it remains relevant to its user. So in the moment that a brand's user see the brand as irrelevant is the moment that they will stop using the brand. So if a user, whoever of you who's listening and has a business with a brand, every business needs a brand, by the way, which is essentially the identity of the business. So if the user doesn't see your brand as helpful to their bottom line, they will not use you anymore, which isn't good news for your bottom line. Thus, solving your users' problems first will ultimately solve your brand's problems. If you do good work, um, all the problems will resolve itself. This was a quote that I heard from uh, Gray Peterson. No. No, his name was 
Pierre Peterson from the Gray um, Agency. This is an international agency. He said, if you do great work, all other problems will sort it out. Sounds easy, right? Yeah. And the old adage goes, everyone is turned into WIIFM. What's in it for me? Everyone wants to know what's in it for me. But how can we, the designers, facilitate this process? What do we do? What does a user experience designer do, Laura? So UX design, again, is the process of enhancing your user's satisfaction. Let's just agree with that term. Agreed. <laughs> All right. And uh, so a UX designer's goal is to design satisfying brand experiences. And uh, the goal of this is for the user to <coughs> uh, enjoy interacting with your brand. That's how easy it is. So UX designers are typically focused on digital experiences such as websites and mobile apps. However, a brand experience can be any touch point a user would have with your brand. So consequently, you could incorporate UX thinking into things like your corporate video, for example, or, or your brochures and marketing materials, mm -hmm. or um, sales even, sales approaches or presentation materials or anything really. Mm -hmm. So when creating these, all of these things, simply ask yourself what would really wow our users here so the the same mindset you always think about the end user and what do they get out of it so if it's a presentation any marketing material video always the same mindset mm -hmm. and there are different ways that we we have some small secrets if we can call it like that that user experience do to create satisfying there's that word again satisfying brand brand experiences which essentially means um satisfying enough <laughs> or just um interesting brand experiences and to revisit the whole definition of ux design one more time it is the process of enhancing this user satisfaction by improving three main areas the first one was usability for example, we could ask how functional is your website? How easy, easy is it to navigate? And how simple is it to interact with the content or the products if you are selling something through your website? And the second part, a very important part of UX design is accessibility. How easy is it for your users to access your brand or the content they're interested in or the content you're exposing them to? And the goal is to first align yourself with the right audience and then be easily found by them. So have a target group in mind who you want to speak. It's, it's essentially a conversation. Think of a conversation you're having with your best friend. Think of your users as your best friend and think of how can you solve their problems that's what you would do with a best friend listen to them and then advise them and then do anything you can to help them difference is you get paid <laughs> when you're when the broader audience problems are solved that's really great advice 
did you hear that also from someone from an international <laughs> agency or did you just come up with it i just came up with it <laughs> quote by jesse quote by jesse note think, it down everybody <laughs> think of your users as your best friend yes because it really is like that for me in the work that i do at least i think what would my best friend um want in this moment and then i create that or try to anyway um and exactly the same approach i use for the third category of user experience design which is pleasure or the third element let's call it so aside from functionality and accessibility we really have to think how pleasurable pleasurable is the user's experience with a certain brand is the content that we are exposing them to praiseworthy is it worthy of sharing so a user experience designer's job requires a lot of thinking it requires both strategic thinking and creative thinking so in a way user experience design is both a science and an art it's a science because it is a carefully crafted strategy that must be taken into consideration before design and it is an art because once the strategy is crafted it needs to be designed obviously and that's why you and i make such a good mixture <laughs> of user experience designers we're both user experience designers but but i kind of feel like uh you covered the science part and i covered the art part is yeah. how i understand it i couldn't <laughs> agree more <laughs> So you are the strategic thinker and then I come in and do the design itself. Yes. And do. I actually now that we discuss it come to think of the main misconception around user experience design which is that people actually think that it is the exact same thing as design itself. Mm -hmm. Visual design and rather they don't they don't see it as a business development practice. Mm -hmm. They don't see the science part of it, the, the strategic uh, approach. So it's really nice that you actually um, said it, that it actually consists of science and art, both it in is. one, in one, yeah, in one thing. Yeah, it's not like I go around and think about it all the time, but it suddenly struck me <laughs> that user experience design is a beautiful merge of science. <laughs> Quotes by and art. <laughs> uh, and don't forget, please, that user experience design is all about catering to your users as if they were their f your friends, <laughs> not their friends, <laughs> but your friends. Your best friend. Your best, very best friend. So you need to have the best intentions. You wouldn't never go to a friend by thinking, what can I get out of this conversation? You always go and think about how can I help my friend? Uh, how can I sell more? <laughs> how can I sell more more to Laura now that we're th now that I'm talking to her, right? <laughs> that would be pretty pretty cruel. So, let's not do that to our business and to our users. It's as strategic as it is artistic to have this approach of considering your user as a friend. And since we are on this 
line of thinking here, let's hear the next song, which is called Friend, but in Albanian. <laughs> Exciting. Exciting. Give it a listen. It's called Mika, Friend, by Elvana Giata, one of my favorite singers, and it's been on my mind for this week, so maybe it will be your next tune on Spotify. Se ike, zërin të shpirti ma fike E kam diti nuk jenë mor Diskove, dhe qytit tjetër undodhe Dhe gjithë më në ti me more E kam diti nuk jenë mor Se jep te atak Oh, na, na Vete ike e na le, na, na Afer me e mo nuk je, na, na Po du me di dalo mnie Ki me nu i ki, po si ke dorti Po si, po si ke, po si ke dorti Sui te melen te, mo si ke dorti Yo, yo, pse si ke dorti Pe di të shukë shku ti këtë jale në flen Po ta e vogël në sëm ki hala on man Hoppa tis in drejt, rrugës kur neve ofër na pjen Hej, ti mike, ditëm ku më të se ike Zërin të shpirti ma fike, e këndi ti nuk e në mu Ti shkove, në qytet tjetër undodhe, dhe gjysë më ti me Listeners, welcome back to Ungdoms Radio here at 89.5 and 98.7. This is Laura. I'm here together with Jesse today and 
in this session we have talked a lot about user experience design and trying to come to the very bottom of what it is and the goal is to find a good way of explaining the value of ux to your clients so essentially selling user experience design yes and we have used fancy terms like users clients customers payments bottom lines words that we usually use in our professional lingo but we have been trying to break it down into simplistic language by calling users friends uh, and specifically best friends because that is the best mindset that you can have about the people you're trying to sell something essentially it boils down to a person or a company trying to sell something to the users and having an interface they can interact with where all the content and the products are exposed so um it is not more complicated than treating your users as your best friend and this is the message of the song that we just heard as well it was in albanian so how would you know unless you're albanian or you speak <laughs> so but um, but the tune is really good so i hope you've enjoyed it in this next section we will talk about the value of ux in a business perspective and to start i will play a short clip to get us more informed about the value of a good user experience design now while listening to this clip think of the word user as friend please there you go what is the value of a good user experience improving the user experience ux for business software provides value that impacts your bottom line for example our customers have increased productivity by 20 to 50% by investing in SAP UX solutions. How is that possible? It's simple. Your users get more done when you focus on their real needs and make sure they have the right tools to do their jobs. That makes their jobs easier to do and more enjoyable, which increases user adoption by 20 to 70%. Not to mention that building software according to people's true requirements avoids change requests by 30 to 60%. With a holistic and consistent user experience, your users can obtain insight, make decisions, and keep your business moving without in-depth training, meaning you can decrease your overall training costs by 30 to 80% or more. Plus, a simpler user experience also translates into fewer errors, increased data quality, and support cost reductions of 30 to 80%. And remember, the benefits of a great user experience extend well beyond short-term profits. Consider this. How do you measure the benefit of increased employee loyalty, or the value of meeting the expectations of your business stakeholders? You know the answer. The value of satisfied employees performing well in harmony with your business plan is priceless. So, how much is a good user experience worth? Simply, everything. 
it's very simple all of you user experience is worth everything and you would expect that from <laughs> user experience designers but i think some of the points that sap made in the video were really interesting like satisfied employees if you Im if you employ user experience design in your brand strategy and in your company that would translate in loyal loyal and satisfied employees i never thought of that before and that also shows in the numbers as he said applying ux upfront saves money down the line so ignoring user experience or, or getting it wrong can actually be costly to your service um, as he has he said focusing on ux reduces support costs by 30 to 80 percent and similarly i can tell you all interesting facts about that those numbers please please <laughs> tell me <laughs> did you know that if you uh, invest in user experience design then two dollars spent on user experience returns you one hundred dollars so oh the return God. of investment is quite high and uh, of course it pays to get the user experience right up front um, because um, those changes uh, later will cost you up to 100 times more than it would be before so it's always nice to plan things ahead and uh, let it going to be changed later ahead of time so so think about that those statistics that is pretty amazing i think i didn't even know it but uh, now i'm sure gonna be more comfortable with selling my ux work to everyone um, because everyone needs it and everyone benefits from it like they said in the video and everyone actually does it as well i mean all the big companies and the big universities have realized that the importance of of ux value so for example all the ivy league schools uh, they have um, adopted user experience design into their business um, mba curriculums um, all big companies have invested in user experience designers and send their employees to attend usability classes for example google does it um, amazon is actively um, choosing customer experience uh, education over advertising um, well for example airbnb attributes user experience for taking them from near failure to being valued at 10 billion dollars so their whole success is around user experience mm -hmm. and i think user experience to just simplify it for all of our listeners it is this satisfaction layer that you put on top of every business we could even call it the spotify layer this layer of offering ease in interactions and um, using different features such as personalization um, using features like using technology to basically make make people's life easier 
you can both use it for your existing business, but you can also use it to build a new business or pivot your existing business because people change. Even your best friends change, right? (laughs) And you have to adapt to that. You have to find the things you have in common with your audience and your users constantly. It's a never-ending battle of adaptation. Yeah, and you mentioned change, which is something that we discussed in our earliest episodes as well. We discussed how economy has been shifting Well, today we are living in an attention economy or a shared economy. If you don't deliver a valuable experience and valuable information to your users at every moment, they are going to disengage from you. And there are a lot of different options in the marketplace. So that's just how it will go. So it's essential that you get your user experience, right? Yes. This really sounded like a sales pitch, but (laughs) hey, we really mean what we say because this is something that we experience. And whoever you are out there, you have a job. You're either owning a business or you're part of a business. So the earlier you implement user experience design in your daily work, the faster your business will improve. Hell, even in your daily life not only in your daily work (laughs) because as humans we are naturally um, in our DNA it is a feature (laughs) to solve problems we are problem solvers and we want to make our own life easier so essentially we are all user experience designers we are all trying to make everyone's life easier (laughs) We are at all times. We are experiencing something. So there's experience everywhere. It is. The difference between user experiencing your life (laughs) and user experiencing a business or designing a user experience for a business is the level of complexity. And that's why you need us. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! It is because... There's a lot of strategic thinking going into a website of a commercial property uh, assessment advisory company. (laughs) There's a lot of thinking going behind that. And there's uh, a lot of values that you need to be aware of. So what I want to say is that not anyone can do it, at least not anyone with a big passion for improving these complex experiences and simplifying them. I believe we have now um, explained the value of UX pretty clearly, mm-hmm. that companies today need it, economies, uh, economy is changing. So it's essential to think about that. And as I said in the beginning, it's not quite so that everyone realizes it yet because it is still a relatively new field or industry or or at least the term and uh, formatting and understanding of this industry has changed tremendously so so it's only now that there's so much buzz around it but still there's so many companies and so many of your own clients out there who don't understand the value and it's still relevant to explain it to them so so what are some of the maybe actionable 
tips for mm -hmm. selling UX and explaining the value to your clients. Uh, why don't we go through some of our ideas? Sure. I think I want to start with uh, one that's burning inside me. <laughs> uh, Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> sure. Um, I think one very actionable tip for businesses and UX designers out there is to build a brand narrative. What uh -huh. do I mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> Remember the best friend that I talked about uh, earlier? Building a brand narrative is telling a story. Telling the story story of who you are constantly. Not so much about being up to date with everything that's on the market and being the coolest kid on the block all the time. It's essentially about being true to your identity as a brand and being yourself. This not only creates presence and uh, makes you being top of mind in the audience's minds, but it also gives you a unique value, a unique image, and a different connection and relationship to your customers, your users. And that in turn creates loyalty. Why are you best friends with your best friend? That's because they are themselves all the time. They are not the coolest kid on the block, but they are to you, right? She or he is to you. It's the same. You are telling a story, who, whatever business you have. So stay true to that story. Don't change it just because there is a new technology out there. Um, or if you're into new technology, that's part of your narrative. That's part of your story. So stay true to that. Uh, and one uh, other point of your story, if you are a big business, is the way your relationship with your team develops. You have to make that apparent too. You have to make that shine through because the way you interact with your team in your business is part of the story. So share this story, share your success stories, failure stories. Be sure to have a blog or something out there that tells your story. And before you know it, you'll have tons of valuable content at your fingertips to use whenever you're approaching users or clients. Yes, this was... That was a very good one, Jesse. Do you have any other actionable tips? I know you do. <laughs> I might, I might. Um, this one, I know it's correct, but I don't always believe it <laughs> myself. Right. It's... Um, the second tip would be to prove it with hard data. And all the senior UX designers say it, right? Have the numbers in order. If you're selling a UX user experience service, data is the best pitch ever. Say your um, revenue will increase by 100% if you implement user experience design. If you you know, invest $2, you're going to get 100 in return. Those kind of numbers is what businesses want to hear all the time. You can't just walk around saying <laughs> that you are so great and so <laughs> awesome without actually having any proof to that story, yeah. right? That's the essential point here. 
I think it's it's very smart what you just said, and it really ties down to the scientific part part of the brain and of the UX. Um, the science is the numbers. You need to have the numbers on place to make your points valuable. So UX is practically based on metrics. And the metrics and the numbers are part of the stories and the narrative that I was ta talking about on the first point. It's essentially building upon that narrative. Um, and do you have a third tip to summarize our UX, selling UX journey here, Laura? Well, I can offer an alternative to that. And this is offering your expertise actually totally for free. Uh, oh. So <laughs> the opposite of actually selling it. So if the right occasion strikes, working for free can actually be well worth it. Uh, but of course, only in specific cases. Uh, so if you're uh, if you're seeing that opportunity, um, if you're approaching a highly influential client or so, offer to run a, a review or solve a problem for free, and that can bring you in some more um, opportunities for work and future collaboration. Mm -hmm. Might be a useful tip for some. I think so too. I think we've come across some really good points when it comes to selling UX design sure. and UX work. Um, building a narrative, backing it up with numbers and sometimes just doing it for free, offering it for free because that's very valuable to your customers. Knowing that you love doing it as much as you're going to do it for free just gives that extra layer of trust. Uh, and that is what truly matters, I think is to keep doing UX <laughs> because it benefits everyone. Um, and today we've come across all the points that reinforce that st statement. But now we have to summarize it because the hour has gone by really fast. Um, but before we'd like to leave you with a question to think about. What do you feel about the value of user experience design? Think about that and write to us on our social media at Digital Nordic Creatives, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, <laughs> or Jensi Lareti and Laura Korsma um, on social media. Find us and write to us. Any feedback is appreciated. Yes. See you next time, everyone. Have a lovely, lovely, lovely day. Bye bye. Bye. Everything I should say Give me a window seat I know the glass can keep me 